0: listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now, here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumare. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary. You know, Mary, during the uh, Vietnam War, I was absolutely opposed to the war, as were so many of us. I was in school in Washington, D.C., so I marched frequently and I really believed the war was, was wrong. You know something I did not agree with at the time and it always rubbed me wrong. There would always be uh, protesters in the march with signs uh, chanting, Ho, Ho, Ho Chi Minh and kind of glorifying uh, Ho Chi Minh as this great savior. That wasn't true. Uh, you know, Certainly there'd been a history as a freedom fighter, but we would come to find out when uh, uh, the North took over the South that it was a very repressive regime, which finally failed and then got reorganized and now it's a great big tourist trap. Uh, and I, I mentioned this because I watch Uh, Donald Trump, I watched former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, they, from what I can tell, not only are arguing whether or not uh, we ought to help defend Ukraine, they're glorifying Vladimir Putin. This is a great guy who, uh, what did Pompeo say? He was like elegantly skillful. My God, what is with these guys?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, um, first of all, like it's very hard to understand why they've taken that position. I mean, if it's just, I'm going to be against everything Biden is for, it's that. I mean, they were already in that pro-authoritarian um, mindset in power. So I don't think this is just anti-democrat or anti-biden um i think they do believe that putin is smart and a savvy competitor see him more as a competitor and it's john it goes back to this continued um, need for moral equivalency that it is not a take like, a moral position to say what Putin is doing is invading a sovereign country. Ukraine is a sovereign country and it has rights, the right to its border. In the same way that that Trump or Pompeo would say, we have the right to protect our borders. In fact, what Trump said, we should be using the strategy that that Putin is using north of Mexico an independent state, and we're going to send in peacekeepers because Mexico can't do it. I mean, so we should be doing that on our border. I and mean, so it's the not respecting of other countries' borders that's part of what's going on. But I think it's just this admiration for um, authoritarian and authoritarianism, whether it's Xi in China or Putin or the guy in North Korea. And that is very frightening. I I mean, to be honest, first of all, I don't know if you saw Pompeo, but he's lost a lot of weight. And I thought his position that he was elegantly (laughs) describing was his first um, toe in the water to run for president. And the platform is going to be, um, you know, Yeah, maybe you don't like Putin, but he's a worthy adversary and all he's doing is protecting his country in the same way we need to protect our country, including our southern border.
0: Wow. You know, Mary, that's even scarier than the, uh, I just am going to oppose anything that Joe Biden does, isn't it? Because it really speaks to a deep admiration of autocracy uh, and a wish that the world were made up of guys like the guy in Hungary, Vladimir Putin, uh, you know, remember the uh, love affair with the head of, uh, of North Korea, you know, that in their mind, if I'm getting it right, Everything would be better if we just had uh, a group of strong men. And and actually, I'd stress the word men there. If it was just like the old days where we had strong men who could run things and weren't afraid to say the hell with whatever Ukraine is.
1: Yeah, I I mean, it's really, we knew this about Trump, but luckily there were a lot of guardrails of people whose institutional memory was like, we don't like those guys and we don't want to be like them. But if Trump were to be elected, and now it appears if Pompeo wins the nomination, and we'll have to see how DeSantis come out, and these other rivals of Trump's come out to say, you know, you guys are overreacting to this uh, Putin thing, this Russia thing, and... You know, really, do we want to be with NATO? Like, are those really our allies? What are our natural allies? And when you start to hear that conversation, which is what, I'm just going to call them the Trumpists, because it's not fair to call them conservatives, because that is not the, a conservative party in the United States. It's no. just not their viewpoint. So no. I, mean, I don't I'm know sure. what else to call them.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I mean, think back, you know, I hearken back to uh, the Vietnam War, but think through Reagan, everybody, the traditional view of the Republican Party was to be very strong on national defense, to be a Cold War warrior, to oppose at that time uh, the Soviet Soviet Union, to stand up for democracy, Around around the world, I, those were central tenets. But why would we think they would keep any of those tenets? Free trade also used to be uh, a key tenet of the Republican Party, and Donald Trump, you know, threw that away. Family values used to be a central tenet of the Republican Party, and Donald Trump threw that that away. And so, you know, you mentioned Pompeo and Mike DeSantis. DeSantis, Governor of Florida, is now appointing as his Surgeon General a guy that refuses not only to endorse vaccination, he won't even say if he's ever been vaccinated himself. He's totally opposed to all the science of it. Pompeo, uh, DeSantis, uh, guys like uh, uh, the hillbilly elegy guy in uh, J.D. Vance in Ohio, It's all a question of can we go farther, not farther to the right, but farther to the crazy than Donald Trump. That's the way that we can we can get power.
1: Yeah, I mean, even if you call it, it's not crazy. It's deliberate move toward authoritarianism. That's where they're moving. So I don't even know what to call that on this political spectrum that we understand because it's not on our spectrum. When your enemies are Fauci and Trudeau, that's who they think are the enemies of the people. Sometimes I listen to the John and I think, no, this is like one of the accusations, particularly in the Reagan years when they were talking about liberals. Liberals don't love America. You think, what? That makes sense. I just have a different view of things. But now I wonder, do they really love the United States? Do they really respect? and treasure being part of a democratic country where the people's, um, uh, the, what the people think matters. <laughs> and i started starting to think, and when I listened to Pompeo, I was like, that's frightening in a million different ways, but it's also sad because they're speaking for a party that has not existed at that level before. You know, there's always been those kind of... Um, anti-american authoritarian kind of people in the united states but they've never had the platform that these
0: no absolutely not and i mean i am going to pose i am reasonably persuaded by your theory that this comes from a love and an adherence to autocracy i and i i mean i think that's kind of what you're proposing you know it's worth bringing up again is this I'm going to call it the Mitch McConnell theory, even though McConnell is being supportive of the administration's uh, uh, approach to Ukraine. But you go all the way back to the beginning of the Obama administration is when McConnell said our strategy is we are going to block anything Barack Obama tries to do. And we're going to make him a one term president. I still wonder if there's not an element of that. If, uh, if Joe Biden says, happy Easter, question why he says that.
1: Right. Say, well,
0: is that really the right thing? And it feels to me like there is a reflex. I don't think necessarily on Pompeo or Trump, because I think they're off on paths of, of their own. But I think in guys like J.D. Vance and others, Whenever Joe Biden says it's weak, it's not strong enough, he hasn't thought it through, he's senile, he, you know, go through the entire list. Do you, without giving up your original idea on a autocracy, do you think there's an element of that?
1: Oh, sure. I mean, because you're going to have the guys who really are attracted to and believe that, the Trumps, because I think he's really attracted to, always has been, actually, to authoritarian's but the rest of these guys they're just posers right they're going to say what needs to be to get elected they're so um enamored by power or power hungry to use an expression that if they think that's going to bring the trump voters along they'll do it i think that's probably what's up with jd vance he he's not polling well in ohio and he desperately wants to be a senator so He'll say whatever he thinks he needs to say to get there. So I think there's, you know, both things can be true. And there's there's definitely a wing of the Republican has um, lost its belief in um, freedom and democracy, misunderstand what freedom is. You know, like I'm free not to get vaccinated, but the rest of you are not, you, you don't have freedom of speech I mean, another, oh, we're almost out of time, but one of the other things that happened yesterday is that the Supreme Court took a case. It's another LGBTQ case, meaning uh, this lady does websites. She does websites for weddings. She doesn't want to have to do websites for gay weddings. So that, that, you know, now the anti-discrimination laws in Colorado would require her to do that. So the court, even though they've kind of ruled on this issue a couple of times, took that case. Could they use that case then to dismantle the, um, the protection actions for people's, you know, uh, gender status or race, religion? That's what lawyers are worried about. That's what court watchers are worried about right now. So that's kind of a tangent. My But my point is, are we moving into a world where one group's views are going to instead of appreciating the multiculturalism of our country, one group, we're gonna protect one this group, this white group, right? And we're gonna move the law to do that. Or we, can we continue to live in a world where we respect all kinds of opinions and we and we have a government big enough not to impose one set of views on it? So when our I- stuff-
0: I'd like to go back to that because I've got some questions related to that. We we probably better wind up. I wish I were better on like manipulating video and images because I would put a video out with Donald Trump, Mike Pompeo. Let's put Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz in there and have the forum up there singing. And it's one, two, three. What are we fighting for? (laughs)
1: That's right. We need to do this like historical mash yeah. of what they say they, you know, what brought them into being Republicans in the first place and a, a real concern about rule, rule and law and order and fighting the good fight and where they are now. That's a great you idea. Ask
0: me, I don't give a damn. Next <laughs> stop is Kiev.
1: All right. Talk bye.
0: Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.